welcome to Integrating for Success, a Warden Updegrove podcast. My name is Amy Noonan, and I will be your host. Today, we have Trevor Seip, Manager of Bookkeeping here at Warden Updegrove, joining us again. You can catch his first episode on the do's and don'ts of signing bonuses early in the podcast days. Thanks for coming back, Trevor. Thanks a lot, Amy. So, Trev, I can't believe I'm saying this, but before you know it, it's going to be tax season, year end, all that fun stuff. So... As a bookkeeping manager, I'm sure you have some really unique insights and experiences as it relates to tax season. From a bookkeeping and and payroll perspective, what can we do now to be better prepared for the busy tax season? Yeah, Amy, the 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 real question ultimately always is is what are your compliance requirements? I mean, that's mm. really a conversation that we always have to look at about what we have to p- provide our accountant or our tax preparer in order to make sure we're, we're following all the compliance that we need during the year. I mean, right. uh, some companies have, some businesses just have to put it on their personal tax return. And, and mm. there's there's other businesses that have to do corporate tax returns and other other compliance regulations that that, that are really separate and distinct about what you may or may need to provide your, mm. your accountant. Uh, for example, like when you look at a business that has a personal tax return and only puts it on their personal tax return, it's really about just an income and, a, income and, and profit and loss, uh, mm. income and expenses for that company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they really look at all of that stuff and make sure you comply with what you're giving your account to make sure they're they're deductible expenses. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's one thing to have a conversation with your accountant to make sure that whatever you're providing as a business expense is an actual deductible expense because we don't you don't want to get into a habit of just everything you spend is what it is actually an expense in your personal life because right it's not it's yeah. not <laughs> yeah so yeah so from a but from a from a personal tax perspective I mean the the one thing that I as a bookkeeper you know one things that are are very common. Uh, things are like medical expenses mm. and donation receipts and mm. T4s and those types. And those are the common things that every come up. And, and my suggestion as always is, is take a look at what you had in the prior year and, and mm. take a, make a, make an inventory of what you think you should expect for the current year. Mm. Unless something is specifically or massively changed, right. you should be, you, you should be seeing the same sort of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you want to make sure you have all of that stuff available to you. Um, right. One little trick that I like to give some of my clients, some of my clients who talk to me about, you know, medical expenses, you can go to your pharmacy and get a list of all your medical expenses mm. in one sheet, as opposed right. to having every little prescription document with you. And that makes it simpler for the accountant because they're sure. they're going to take that information as opposed to the some large mm. uh, number of small little items that you have to mat and manually add up on the calculator. So mm-hmm. that's like a one of the little tips that I I give some of my bookkeeping clients who maybe ask the question: Is there certain things that we can do to mm. simplify our life? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I'm glad you actually brought that up because it's really just those little tips and tricks. I know personally last year I learned I could go to the dentist and get my entire year's dental um, expenses on a, one sheet rather than trying to keep safe all of my receipts throughout the year, which I am the worst for. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a helpful tip. So, yeah. So, and the, and the other thing for, for companies 
uh, you know, when I say companies, I, I talk about corporations and, and mm. not every corporation has a December year end. So, I mean, mm. the majority do. The majority mm-hmm. try to stick with a December year end, but not always does a December year end fall and when when people want to have their year end. So, yeah, I mean, I know from a Warden Up to Grow standpoint, we send our clients a list of information uh, requests for every year end. It's mm-hmm. nice that those those are reminders about what we should be keeping track of. Uh, mm. at year ends, like inventory and making sure we have our payables lists are up to date. And and those types of, you know, stuff that we only look at once a year or, mm-hmm. or to make sure they're right. Um, you know, some of that stuff, we have to make sure that they're, they're on track and on target. Cause I mean, that's, that's how we look at your statement at the end mm. of the year to, re- to validate and make sure that it's, that it's right and complete and and effective for the for the corporate tax compliance. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned corporations, um, but surely there is a difference. And you you sort of touched on this earlier on, you know, the reporting requirements. But you know, not something you said to me recently was, you know, not every business is a corporation. So what does that look like, you know, for tax season? What are the, some of the differences that, that you need to be aware of? Yeah, like some of the differences that uh, you look at it, if you have a business, uh, and when I call it a a business that is only a sole proprietor, Mm -hmm. and that you put it on your personal tax return, Mm -hmm. uh, your personal tax return is due June the 15th. Mm -hmm. That is when your personal tax return is due. Now, any taxes owing are going to be due on April the 30th, Mm -hmm. the same as any any other personal income tax. The difference is, is that when you have a corporation, your tax return, your corporate tax return is due six months after your year end. So your your corporate tax return could be due June 30th. Your Mm -hmm. taxes are usually done uh, three months after the year end. So there is subtle differences as to Mm -hmm. when when you're due and when things are required to be filed on time. Mm -hmm. So uh, one good thing about it is that if you have if you have an accountant or you have a, somebody who, who you deal with on a normal, regular basis, mm-hmm. and, and you're not sure of what to, and not sure what your compliance requirement is, just reach out to them and they'll be more than happy to, to give you that information uh, sure. to make sure you're filing on, on time. Sure. That makes sense. Do you have any tips for staying organized and making this season a little bit easier? I know personally, I am the worst with receipts. They, I'm embarrassed to say they live in a grocery bag. So I'm sure there's a better system. Do you have any suggestions there? Yeah. I mean, some history would always seems to repeat ourselves when we get mm. very busy. It tends to be, well, just I'll deal with that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that we has changed over the years is that a lot of companies send receipts and stuff via, via electronic. So, right. I mean, you can, so the one thing that I do suggest is that if you do have, if you want to keep your receipts or information electronically, mm-hmm. set up a file folder right on your, on your mm-hmm. desktop uh, that, that says 2023 or 2024 income tax information. And just as you get those invoices or those receipts from your, your, mm-hmm. you know, medical benefits or, or mm-hmm. your T4 or whatever you get, you know, save them as a PDF and drag and drop them into that folder. And then, then you can, then you only have to send one folder to your accountant that says, here's all the information that I may or may not have. I mean, that's, that's the one thing that I do, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as personally that I try to make sure I, I I do on a more regular basis. 
And it's and it's as you get it. I mean, yeah. it's always easy to say, oh, I'll do that next week or I'll do that next that, you know, I'll do that yeah. when, I, when I come and look at it. Yeah. Uh, I say I always say take the one minute or the two mm-hmm. minutes to drag and drop it right away. Then you're not then you're not searching your thousand emails to figure out where that receipt came or went or or whatever. So, I mean, everybody's life is busy. So that's mm-hmm. one of the trips and tricks that I've done is I put it right on my desktop and drag and drop as I need to. So, so I don't have to worry about searching and, and uh, doing all that stuff later in, in the heart of, uh, you know, winter time when it's, it's depressing enough as it is with winter <laughs> out there. Uh, it's not, it's even more depressing when you're trying to find things you can't find. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a great tip actually. And, uh, as you're saying that I'm thinking, Oh, I really should do that. That's a great idea. Um, is there, is there yeah. anything else that you feel like you want to share? You want our, the, our clients to know going into tax season or, you know, into their own personal year end. Yeah, the one thing that I would I, I did want to mention is uh, so as uh, the federal government put into place in in 2023 uh, the Canadian Dental Plan or Dental Care Plan, which mm. is a federally operated um, dental plan for families who um, for families who have a net income of less than ninety thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So one of the concerns that you know as an if you have employees and you're doing T4s, there is a requirement in 2023 to for a new box that's going to go on the T4s and, and or T4As if you are so, so having to do those um, compliance documents. So the one thing that I would say is make sure you talk to your, your, uh, your accountant if there's somebody who's doing your T4s for you. Um, make sure you uh, Take a load of our website or and that type of stuff for those types mm-hmm. of things. I, I think there is going to be something coming out in our newsletter. Yeah. Um, there is compliance requirements that is a requirement to put on the tax ret- or on your T4s, whether your employees have the are accessible to benefits at your at your business. So okay. if your benefits, if your business has dental benefits or a healthcare spending account. And even if the employee doesn't participate in those benefits, but they are actually have the ability to access those, there is a requirement on their T4 to put a, a note on their T4. And, and their boxes are, I mean, there's five, uh, five different codes that have to be potentially, depending on whether mm. it's just you, whether it's just you that has the benefits or the eligibility for them, whether it's you and your spouse, whether it's you and just your dependents, right. your kids. Mm-hmm. Or whether it's just um, you, your spouse, and your dependents. I mean, right. there's, there's a bunch of options there. Um, okay. But I, I do think that you know, if you're not sure of what those regulations mean and how they affect you, mm-hmm. you know, feel free to give us a call at Warden Up Grove, and we'd be more than happy to walk you through how, how, and what those informations will be doing. Yeah, for sure. I think that's great that you shared that because I know that we've shared information on the dental benefit, but maybe not how it affects like employers, T4s and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's great that it's out there, but people need to be aware how to use it and sort of the um, rules that apply too. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah. And for, and the other thing I'll say, me, the one thing that I, I would say from a, from a payroll perspective, when people talk about year ends, mm-hmm. um, they don't always think about payroll as a year end. Well, mm-hmm. payroll ends on December 31st, no matter what right. your actual corporate fiscal or your business year end is. 
Okay. Your tax return or your personal uh, payroll is done December 31st. So you have to do T4s from January 1 to December 31st. Mm-hmm. And, and those are due on February 28th. Uh, so just to make sure that that is another compliance part when you look, talk about year ends and you talk about all the integrate integration of, of what that means and what compliance looks like, mm-hmm. um, they are due February 28th. And, and, right. and it would be important to make sure that uh, because uh, payroll is a trust. Uh, you are responsible to deduct people's uh, taxes and and, mm-hmm. and withhold them and send them off to the government. It's best that you ensure that you're compliant and make sure that you're uh, all the all the stuff that you were supposed to deduct you did deduct, and mm-hmm. all the stuff that you had to send to the government you have sent to the government to make sure that there is no concerns or no issues uh, leading up to that February 28th deadline. Yeah, for sure. No, that's a that's also a great point because I think, well, myself included, you get sort of caught up thinking about like year-end taxes, but year-end payroll equally important if you are somebody who's <laughs> issue, you know, taking care of payroll, you want to make sure that that is all in alignment. So, that's super. I think that's it, Trevor. This is I think this personally has been very helpful and I'm sure our listeners will, um, get a lot out of it. Cause you know, I, I know it's not just me out there who have their receipts in a paper bag somewhere. So I think, you know, having the information out there and knowing that there's other options, uh, to be more organized and, um, maybe some suggestions, I think, you know, it can be really, really helpful because I think tax season can be overwhelming for those of us who's, occupation it is not you know <laughs> so yeah. i we re- i really appreciate you taking the time thanks so much amy